Hi guys and welcome back to Student Talks with Khan. Uh, unfortunately, this will be the last episode of Student Talks with Khan. Uh, I'll probably carry on doing a podcast, but not under the name because I feel like the whole purpose of Student Talks with Khan has kind of ended because the whole point of it was to be with students. And unfortunately, that couldn't happen like, towards the end of my year board. Uh, however, if I do ever find a student, then uh, I can probably restart. But yeah, unfortunately, this is the last episode. Um, from now, I just want to thank everyone who supported me and who gave me ideas, who gave me uh, motivation to carry on with this. Uh, thanks to everyone, anyone, everyone who asked questions, everyone who participated in this. Um, yeah, just thank you to everyone who uh, listened. I believe, actually, if I just check... Um, so far, over Spotify, I have, over six episodes, there's been 972 listen, like, listeners, so it's been listened 972 times, and in fact, I can share quite a, um, interesting fact, 33% of my audience is from United States, so shout out to America, uh, 25% is from Spain, so, you know, shout out to Spain, Shout out to United United Kingdom, twenty five percent. Ireland, shout out to them, man. Germany, five percent. Italy, two percent. And Ukraine, I don't know anyone from Ukraine. So if you listen into this from Ukraine, you know what? Shout out to you guys. Um, mostly the people who listen to my podcast are aged between eighteen and twenty two, which is you know what I'm happy with that because people who go to university are between those ages. So. I'm happy that I'm happy about that. Twenty three to seven is twenty three to, to the age of twenty seven is thirty uh, percent, and then twenty eight to thirty four is four percent, and it carries on two percent. You know what? I got people between the ages of forty five and fifty nine, four percent. There's sixty plus on here now. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they just put the ages wrong, but sixty plus. I don't mind that. Uh, 58% male, 41% female, um, 87 people, 87% of the people who listen to my podcast are listened to on Spotify. So yeah, as I as I said, guys, like thank you so much for um listening. Uh I feel like this actually helped me because I feel like on my first podcast I was quite nervous just talking to a microphone and uh now I feel a lot more confident. Um I feel like I can do this more and I actually enjoy it very much. Um, but as I said, the whole purpose of it, it actually like ended, unfortunately. But it could be back. It could, it may not. So we will have to see. So let's get into the podcast. Um, the first, as I said, uh, it will be doing questions. And then I'll just be talking about other stuff, I guess. And then we'll wrap it up. The first question is, what is your biggest motivation? Serious one this time. Um that's actually a good question my big my biggest motivation is probably to make my parents proud um i feel like they're putting a lot of effort for me and my sisters and so the biggest motivation was for me would be to like graduate from university and just see their smile on their faces and um make sure they're happy make sure i am um, make sure i show them i put 100 percent into everything and also another motivation i'd say is for me for myself and for my future 
because I want a good future for, for myself and for my kids if I have some in the future. So yeah, that is my biggest motivation, like my parents, 100%. Do you miss do you do you miss Spain and wish you didn't have to come home early? Um, yeah, I mean I do miss Spain. I'll be honest. I said this before. Like uh, I just got used to living there, and um, I feel like it's a country I could live in if I knew the language. Obviously, as I said, the food is a bit of a problem. I don't really like Spanish food, but that can be dealt with. Um, yeah, I'd have to say I I, I do miss it, but and it's thank you to any like i just want to say thanks to everyone who i met there and um i literally not i've met I've, i didn't have any problems with anyone so um yeah it was nice uh, next question three things you miss about england that either you can't get or isn't as good in seville doner kebab is the first one 100 percent. the kebab there was so bad like these guys didn't even open for it wasn't open for the day they were open at night and um yeah like you can only get after you go out like go out and yeah the kebab was very bad there compared to here um another thing i missed about england whilst i was there uh my friends my family um obviously it's just quite a cliche one but yeah i missed them whilst i was there you know it's always nice to talk to people from your own backgrounds and you can have like jokes between them uh that was that's what i missed and Another thing, oh, the travel. The traveling in Spain was so bad. Like, there was no buses or, like, you'd have to wait quite a bit. There's, there was, like, a metro thing that was all right. Um, but, yeah, I'd have to say the traveling, like, the system. And But I guess it was good because we had to walk everywhere. So, so yeah, I'd have to say that, those three. And carrying on with the questions. Just have to get it up. Uh... Okay, let's start from the beginning. To be fair, this time I got quite a lot of questions, so thanks to everyone who asked the question. Who is the best FIFA player you've ever met and will ever meet? <laughs> his, his name's Jack, Jack Darkins. Shout out to my boy Jack. Uh, summarise your thoughts on the how the UK government have handled the COVID then and now. Um... I feel like at first they really wasn't taking it seriously. Like me being in Spain when this whole coronavirus situation was coming about, I knew how serious it was. Um, Spain took action straight away. To be fair, where I was in Spain, there wasn't a lot of cases anyway in in Andalusia, um, in south part of Spain, uh, because I I feel like because it was hot climate, the the bacteria doesn't get around so much or it's dormant. Like not really. I don't know how it works, but yeah. Um, I feel like I think Boris said something about like if you die you die pretty much like if Corona gets you then we're just gonna have to go like survive the fittest and uh, that was such a ridiculous thing to say because people have families like if they lose their family it's because of a guy saying um, yeah it's a shame like you didn't survive it which you've got to carry on with life and wait to wait immune to it at first it was very rubbish I'd have to admit um and it still is really like uh, people want like the, these. There were these laws and not laws, but there was these rules being set. But no one was it like enforcing these or no one was listening to these rules. Uh, like meeting with your friends. Like I know so many people who met with their friends before you were allowed to officially, and people just 
meeting up and stuff, having house parties and uh, meeting up outside. Like that, it's just fair enough. The rules okay, but did the people of the UK like um, uh, implement it? I don't think so, but it's decreasing, so I guess it's a win-win. But yeah, I feel like you we have the highest steps in Europe, and I think second in the world. So that I think that will go to sh go to show how much we need to take care of our health healthcare system, and how much uh, the government is to blame, really, because we didn't take action from the beginning, and that had domino effect onto now. Uh, do you miss the Spanish heat? Of course I do, man. Like I miss the Spanish heat so much. Um, we had the we had a terrace, we'd just go up there and just like sit down and uh, just enjoy the sun and then even on our balcony. In fact, um, where I stayed, we had, my landlord had so many buildings, it was all under an Erasmus project. So all these buildings were connected. You can go to each other's houses, like if you knew each other. And there was one main building with the terrace with like a little pool. You can go there and like sunbathe and stuff like that. It was so nice. But yeah, I do miss the Spanish heat. Even now it's very hot there and it's currently i don't know but it's very cloudy right now in the uk so um yeah i do have you missed football and looking forward to return yes i have at the like i miss football so much um i played it uh, i was playing it like this week with my friends um like even just doing sports i miss playing sports doing sports playing sports whatever same um yeah i do i, I miss watching it uh, I'm to be fair with that. I'm I'm looking forward to basketball more though. To watch basketball, I just feel like I just enjoy it more. But I know the Premier League starts this week, so that should be that should be nice. Uh, favorite tunes at the moment? Huh. I need to check my Spotify for this one. I've been listening to Gang Gang by Jack Boys and Sheck West. Um, uh, what to do from Jack Boys again? Listen to French songs. Um. AJ Tracy, I've been listening to him, listening to him for a bit now. Uh, a bit of Turkish. I don't really have specific songs like that I like, but uh, Jack Boys is like what what I like listen to now. So um, I'd have to say them. But as I said, like my music taste is it's all around. Like I can listen to any music and I'll try and like it somehow. Uh, if you could have dinner with one person other than myself, of course, who would it be? Um, who would it be? It's a nice question. I'd have to say, um, I don't even know, you know, I never really, I don't really think about stuff like this. I don't really have an idol either, which is kind of sad, I know. Like, there's no one I really, like, I look up to in the celebrity world. Um, uh, God knows. Just for Bance, I'm just going to say David Dobrik because, you know, I just watch him the most and I feel like he'd be nice to talk to. And, yeah, David Dobrik. Uh, chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken and macaroni, chili with my homies. Not a question, but, you know, I, I like the enthusiasm. Uh, Champions League winner this year. Ooh, I don't, I'm not even too sure who's in it at the moment, like who, what teams are left, but... I probably have to take my chances with Liverpool again. I feel like they will do win the Premier League and Champions League again. They're just unreal this season. How are you, my friend? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm just chilling. Um, 
yeah, I'm just chilling, man. Just enjoying the time off. Uh, basketball or football have to play and watch this only for the rest of your life. No other sports. Hmm. As I said, I like watching basketball more, but I've always been a football fan, so I'd have to go football. I like playing football more as well because I'm better at it. And yeah, it had to be football. Basketball, I love it. Like, I genuinely love watching it. But um, football is just a... It's been my childhood sport, so can't can't go against it. Best ever Galatasaray player. Hmm. You know what? I'd have to say Georgi Hadji. That guy was a legend. He won the Europa Europa League with us. Uh, helped us to many victories. So yeah, Georgi Hadji. What's your favorite Premiership football team? To be honest, I don't watch Premier League. Like I don't follow one like fanatically. But when someone asks me, I say Everton. Uh, but literally, I'm not. I'm not that bothered about Premier League football. Um, I li- I like to watch whoever's playing the best, and Liverpool play the best right now. So I like watching it. How do you feel being a Turkish ethnic mi- minority in Britain? This is the last question. Um, uh, like I've never. Re- I I personally have not. Um, I have not got. I haven't been discriminated because of my race or my religion. Um, I, maybe because I've managed to adapt to live in like a white neighborhood and like a white school. And in all in all fairness, like uh, where like if I was to be maybe more brown and have a proper beard, and like uh, as I said, look brown and more intimidating maybe i would have but i've never received any comments like hate comments ever in my life i feel like i've always been on good terms with a lot of people throughout my life so no one really brought any race to it uh however in school there was obviously some racial comments like um in a jokey way um and it maybe in a serious way i don't know but little story time in um in one of my english lessons uh there was like a ticking noise right i'm not going to name the kid who said this obviously uh but he looked at me and like he looked at my bag and even my school teacher laughed um yeah like those kind of things happened but i always took it as a joke you know i'm i'm not going to i i'm not going to hate anyone just because they're racist towards me like if you're racist towards me that's between you and that's be- that's that's like that's you like i'm not going to bring myself down to your level because you're racist um like i believe in god so i feel like god will punish whoever's racist and whoever does anything bad in this world so um as i said i've never received like i've never been discriminated because of my race or religion in this um that way i've lived as i said some jokey comments here and there in secondary school but uh in all honesty i didn't hang around with people who were idiots let's say who were uh, back-minded um i didn't really talk to them either so I picked my friend group right and so yeah I never really received anything like that and as I said I was quite on good terms with everyone in fact like I was deputy head boy in my sixth form so like that goes to show that um uh like everyone pretty much respect respected me I don't want I don't want to sound big-headed but yeah just put it that way however my mom did like um like my mom my parents uh probably did receive uh, um like racial slurs and etc 
Um, that's it for the questions. Uh, the last questions of shouldn't talk to Khan. Maybe there will be more, as I said. However, I'd like to address um, this Black Lives Matter and George Floyd situation on here. I know I haven't got a big platform, but I'd still like to talk about it. First of all, condol condolences to uh, George Floyd's family and um, anyone who's been affected by racial discrimination. I just feel like in a place like America where people have pictured it as um, the dream to go and live there, like the American dream where you go there poor and this, the, like, the, the system there allows you to work your way up. I feel like in a place like that, there shouldn't be any um, judgments to anyone because of their race, religion, uh, colour or um, like their sexual orientation, whatever. Like at, at the end of the day, what we humans like, uh, we shouldn't hate on each other based on these things. Um, and as to the officer to who killed, who killed George Floyd, who murdered George Floyd, uh, he got released today on bail, I think just over $750,000. And I feel like that's just disgusting. It's disrespectful to know that, to know that there's a family out there whose son's murderer got bailed out. Now, I don't know how this part, how much this part is true, but apparently it was through donations as well. Like it wasn't through one single person. People are actually donating to murder, to, um, sorry, to bail um, a murderer like how disgusting is that when I saw this news I just couldn't believe it it's not fair on all the um, obviously there's other criminals in prison uh, for the committing minor crimes and let's say the bail is a thousand dollars or let's say it's like fifty thousand dollars people can't afford it just because let's say they've stole a purse or something fair enough it should be they should be punished but like you're really bailing out a uh, an officer who murdered someone because of the colour of like because of the color of their skin it's just it's just not right like um racism is should not be a thing and obviously it's the minorities that are racist that i'd like to say i do believe that the um, the government the american government is a racist i do believe trump is a racist um in fact i believe a lot of the high-end families are racist but um I don't want to get into that because you know if I get I can get called out you know what I'm saying but uh, yeah as I said I feel like a lot of high-end families are racist um, not just towards black people though uh, there's uh, there's a lot of phobias around based on their religion um, going back to that question about Islamophobia there's also a lot of Islamophobic people in every country like in every as, when I say every country in the main countries like UK and America and then there's this guy called Tommy Robinson who has no idea what he's talking about. Um, in fact, talking about him, let's let me go into the topic of um, the statues. Um, you know what? Like you can take what I say um, and judge me for it. Firstly, I believe the statue in Bristol should have been taken down by the UK government anyway, because what he is, he's known to be like. It's not right for you to have for for you to have him there. He has no like he, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, uh, as I was saying before, my dad rudely cut me off and uh, walked in. Um, yeah, everyone knows who he was. Like he was literally a slave trader. Like that's not right. Uh, and I know that there's been petitions signed over the recent years to take him down, and that has failed. So 
it's disrespectful, you know. Uh, having people look at him every day, like, and their ancestors have been through stuff because of him. However, with the um, in regards to the statue of Winston, firstly, I'd like to say there's a difference between a riot and a, a protest. Like when you when you do a riot, uh, I feel like when you're in the right, you 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 suddenly become like you suddenly become the one who's in the wrong. Uh, because you get aggressive, you actually. Um, this goes for anyone, by the way. Like, uh, once you get aggressive and start vandalizing innocent people's businesses, the local businesses, it it just goes down for, downwards from there. I just don't think that's right. There's, however, a protest, a peaceful protest, is absolutely fine. And I know that most of the protests done in the UK, in fact, maybe all of them, from what I know, is um, done peacefully, which is good. However, in America, I just don't agree with the fact that they're vandalizing so many places. Now back to the Winston Churchill thing. Uh, I know he was a racist. I can clearly say this by looking at what he has said in the past. Um, however, however much he is a racist, he it, we live in this like I'm talking as an ethnic minority person. I'm talking as a person whose dad migrated here um, because my mom was born here. Uh, so yeah, I'm talking as someone's as a citizen who lives here. And to a citizen who's in an ethnic minority, I have got to respect the history of this country. Um, I can't go and take down Winston Churchill just because he's he was racist to a particular group of people in the past. Um, I live in this country. That man, Winston Churchill, saved Great Britain in the war. He he defeated the Nazis, and maybe helped out all of Europe in a way. Now I'm not saying that outweighs what he done to. Um, like the famine and stuff and I'm not saying it outweighs his uh, statements he made so yeah like um, it doesn't outweigh his the fact that he said all of these bad stuff however if you're living in a country where the people and the um, the, the people of this country like the, um, the I'm talking about the British people whose ethnicity are British they see um see church was a war hero now i know as i said it does it doesn't justify him saying what he did but for me personally i think if we live in this country we have to just not we have to just ignore it in a way because we have to like we, we have no right to go and take down a um a, a, a symbolic part of history of british, uh, a symbolic part of british history it's not it's not ours to say let's be honest like if we don't like it then the only thing we could do is just sign petitions and stuff, but not vandalize it because that's it's just gonna make stuff worse from both sides. Because there's people like Tommy Robinson, and there's like I don't know why there is, but there's genuinely people that think like that are kind of back minded, just like Tommy Robinson's Robinson's Robinson, whatever his name is. Um, there's people like him who are very uh, who love their country a lot, which is obviously nothing wrong with it, but they they are. People like that, like them, are would take things like this, like let's say vandalizing statues, in a different way, and they get aggressive. And I don't know if you guys saw his little little video he done, talk just talking a lot of rubbish really. But that's my view on um, the whole Churchill situation. I don't think you should be vandalized. I don't think you should be taken out. The one in Bristol, I completely agree with. Like that sh shouldn't have been there in the first place. However, Churchill is a whole other story. And as much as of a racist he was, um, we just have to ignore that and 
respect that he is a part of he's a symbolic part of British history um yeah like as I said like unfortunately racism out there we cannot do anything um it's just there's been there's a, there's a lot of debates going on whether or not uh, black people can be racist to um white people or is there actual racism or like who invented racism fair enough racism was invented by um white people racism wasn't a thing beforehand um however when you put in the term i just know what i'm going to say is going to be so like uh people could take it in a wrong way as well so i'm just going to say it because i'm quite open my thoughts i know that racism was invented by white people and therefore it had a it has a definite it has a definition racism is literally the process in which um you are discriminated by um based on your race right uh and this was invented by white people um when all the, when all the slave trade happened and in fact it might have been before that, but on the record, like that's when, like that was the main part of history where there was something called racism. Uh, however, if you look at the definition, I do believe you can be racist to white people. Um, if you look at the definition, just a clear example: if um, if you were to go to India, for example, as a white person, or a or Africa, for example, Nigeria, if you were to go to, as I said, India and you wanted to go into um, a bar and that bar didn't let you in because you were white that is racism if you went to Africa I'm not saying this is happening but hypothetically speaking if you went to Africa and you went you wanted to go inside like a, a bar again and the guys in the bar didn't let you in simply because you were white that is racism they are not letting you in because it was based on the color of your skin it's racism now I know a lot of people say out is out there um is out there uh, saying that you can't be racist to white people. You can. It's is if you look at the definition and if you uh apply it into real life, you can. If you simply if you simply discriminate someone based on their race, it's racism. I'm not saying it's happening, obviously it's I don't think it is. Um but racism is happening around the world to uh, a lot of races. Um and there's nothing we can do about it. Honestly, there's nothing. Now, another thing I want to talk about is how Boris this, Boris that, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. All of this, all of these comments, all of this petition signed, yet these guys still come into power. Can you can you tell me how this happens? Like, I, I, I'm, I don't know figures wise, but young people don't vote enough, in my opinion. And there is a lot of young people who still vote for these people, like Donald Trump. Like, how did this man come into, like, how is he the president of the United States? I don't understand. And as I said, now people are standing up, people are rioting, people are protesting. If that's the case, how comes this one, this guy won the last election? Like, clearly, clearly there's more, on the media, it looks like he, he's getting a lot of hate, but he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of supporters as well. Same with Boris, like, we're hating on him so much, so much, but when time... When election time comes, he wins. Like, we can't do anything about it. Clearly, there's something wrong here. There, there is something. There's a piece of the puzzle that's missing. And as I said, I feel like young people need to be 
we need to be more interactive interactive with politics now coming from a turkish background uh politics is talked in every single household in turkey from from a very young age like i knew about turkish politics since like i was maybe 12 13 like i knew everything about it because politics is such a big topic in um in turkey it's it's genuinely so big and um as i said i've, I've been in turkish politics 12, since i was 12 13 like i've been helping out in elections like i've been going to voting stations i've been helping this and that since i was as i said a very young age however people here only get into politics when they can when they can start voting um and that for me uh, that's not a good thing because if you teach if you teach students about politics i know everyone's not mature like there's gonna we all know we all went to secondary school like we all know those students who are just you don't really care you don't listen they go oh politics why do i bother kind of thing but it affects us like it genuinely affects us from from the way we live from what we're free to do like but we only start learning about this since like when we're 18 and i feel like it's a bit late by then or we are um how can i say it? we are influenced by who our parents vote and we just go by that or as most young people do they don't they don't vote they think what's my vote going to count for do you get it However, one vote is it matters. Like, um, I could, I could tell you a little story. Um, I, I I don't know if I have any listeners from uh, that might hate on the story, but oh well. So as I said, I was helping out in the Turkish elections once, and uh, just a quick brief history. Um, there's a political party in Turkey called HDP, and this party is a representative. Well, not not officially. But they are a, a representative of a, um, a terrorist group in in Turkey that they live in the mountains and they go bomb weddings and schools, etc. I don't want to get into that. But they have a political party, not officially, as I said, but they have people who support them. And yeah, uh, when I was hel- helping out in the elections in London, a very old woman came to the voting station very old like she was on a wheelchair like she could like she she looked like she was like why did you get out of bed kind of thing like just a vote like come on so i was helping out i have to help out everyone there as much as i hate this party this hdp party because obviously they support a terrorist organization um i went up to this woman i said like because i have to help i said what do you need help with this this that and she could she could barely speak speak like she was ill and she was like i asked her i was like I kind of said like auntie what are you doing here like you, you, ain't you like quite old like just go in bed like this and that and then um, she said one vote is one vote like that's the kind of thing and obviously she's there to vote for this HDB party but for them for them for that group to come into power yeah like for them for that group to come into power one vote is one vote and um, it went about it went, it went a bit out of context here but as I said like one vote is one vote. Don't just say it's um, my vote won't count like to, any, to anything because it does. Um, so yeah, that's my view. Like I don't, I don't um, necessarily support a political party in the UK. Like I'm like a strong supporter of whoever I think is going to benefit the country and benefit me and my family. I will go and vote for them. Um, yeah, like I, I didn't vote this last um, last election because. I looked at conservatives they weren't I don't know like I feel like they wasn't going to deal with Brexit well which they didn't and I didn't like Corbyn 
and his I don't I don't trust him and neither did the Labour Party anyway. So yeah, I didn't vote last thing. Um, simply because there was no, as I said, like it sounds a bit hypocritical, but it wasn't gonna. It's just picking the better of two evils. Like I didn't I don't want to pick any of them. Um, so yeah, that's that. Getting a bit into boring topics, but uh, yeah, moving on. I'm actually going to um, Turkey tomorrow in a car. Um, it's a two-day journey, more or less, but I'm stopping off in Germany and then my parents are going to carry on driving. And in Germany, I'm going to stay for about two, three weeks with my cousin. And I'm actually looking forward to uh, stay with um, with my flatmates. Oh, my God. Like, my old flatmates from from Spain. I just realised I can actually do a podcast with them because I'll be seeing them. Um two of my flatmates were German which I didn't actually get to do a podcast with but <laughs> this might not be the end boys ladies and gentlemen this might not be the end wow I could I could that is a shout I think about it um but yeah I'll be being German for two or three weeks and I'm going to Turkey with a plane from Germany and then I'll be flying back about mid first week of uh, August so I'm looking forward to that um what else is going on in the world that I could talk about Football starting, which I'm looking forward to again. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's been a pleasure. As I said, I felt like I feel like I've grown, like doing this. Uh, not as like I've matured, but I, my confidence definitely went up. Uh, like I'm not shy about talking to the like uh, microphone. Uh, if you like compare it to my first podcast, I feel like I'm more open in a way um and and again literally thank you to everyone that supported me like if i were to name i'd be here for ages but everyone who supported me everyone who said that um the podcast was good uh like thank you very much honestly it meant a lot to me uh this was a little project i wanted to do to see if uh students would generally interact and at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about the analytics and majority of my listeners are between the ages of 18 and um, 22 or something. Uh, so I'm really proud about that. And as I said, I will be looking into making more podcasts in the future, but I just need to know the topic. Um, yeah, that's about it, guys. Um, do I want to say anything? Hmm. Not really. Um just shout out to all of you guys who are staying indoors staying safe make sure you keep your social distancing make sure you uh stay safe and stay healthy really that's the most important thing uh never be on bad terms with anyone because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow uh or even in like 10 minutes we don't know what's going to happen to ourselves so make sure you're on good terms with everyone make sure you keep positive um yeah that's it really uh, thank you very much for listening and I guess till next time uh, over and out